Welcome to the next episode of Wealth Strategies to Value. I am your host, Troy Shorts. We are celebrating another year completed with Shorts and Associates. This is year 27, I believe. So I want to just say thank you to all of our clients, all of our supporters, all of our followers. Our podcast has uh, done better than I could have ever expected. We have subscribers from all over the world, not just the United States. And it's been wonderful for me to be able to share these episodes with people that I come in contact with at the restaurant, at the golf course, in the grocery line, at the bank. Uh, It's really been awesome. So I just want to thank you for your support and I want you to continue to support Wealth Strategies to Value. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing something that I think is very, 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 very important. And it's called cash flow. Cash flow. The reason we're able to have the lifestyles that we enjoy so much is because we have cash flow. And what I've discovered is many, many, many of us are compromising our cash flow in ways that they don't understand they're compromising their cash flow. One of the most important things is having enough money to not only do the things that you you need to do, but we want to have enough money to do the things that we want to do, right? We're going to talk about cash flow killers today. And when I think back on 2021, uh, in dealing with a lot of my clients, the word cash flow has come up so many times. And, you know, I'm talking about people that are extremely wealthy, all the way down to the people who may not have as much wealth. But it's a common thread. And that's why I want to discuss it today. You've heard me talk about LLC, right? Leverage, liquidity, control, right? These are the things that we want to have with our money. We all Uh, want leverage, liquidity. So that's the LLC. So today we're going to talk about the LLCC. So it's leverage, liquidity, control, and cash flow. (laughs) Uh, Some quick examples. Well, let me just start with a question. Banks have this all figured out. Banks have established the blueprint for leverage, liquidity, and control. If we just mirror what the banks do, we will be much wealthier. Banks tell us to pay off our debt. Banks tell us to move from a 15-year mortgage, or I'm sorry, from a 30-year mortgage down to a 15-year mortgage because we're going to save thousands of dollars in interest, right? Dave Ramsey tells us to have the largest down payment we could possibly make on our house. Prepay your mortgage. Get rid of that bad debt, right? Well, there's a difference between good debt and bad debt, right? When banks make money, well, let me ask you, how do banks make money, right? How do they make money? Tell me. They use debt. Banks go into debt, To loan out money to charge interest. So 
they tell us to pay off our debt. So the banks are doing just the opposite of what they're telling us to do. So I want to talk to you about how do you make money the way the banks make money, not the way the banks want you to make money. All right. Do I need to say that again? Right. I want to teach you how to make money the way the banks make money, not the way the banks want you to make money. You see, the banks will never educate the public about what they do and how they handle their money, because that would make you independent of the bank. We wouldn't need them anymore. So it, there's no incentive for the bank to educate you about leverage, liquidity and control. The Federal Reserve Bank says, they don't say this, but they have something called fractional reserve lending. And all this simply means is banks are able to lend out $10 for every $1 that they receive. All right. The Federal Reserve recently said that banks no longer require to have any reserves on hand. So in other words, they can loan it all out. All right. Their business model says loan out money, get money back, collect interest, cash flow, right? Get that cash flow coming in and charge interest rates, right? But when we do things like prepay our mortgage, when I prepay my mortgage to the bank, is leverage, liquidity, and control, and cash flow working for me, or is it working for the bank? Right? When I do things like a significantly large down payment on a new property, a new home, does that help my leverage, liquidity, and control, and cash flow? Or does it help the banks? All right, let's think about this. We got to think about who we're listening to. All right. The people that we're listening to have a vested interest in telling us what to do with our money. Right. I'm going to give you a quick example. Like I just wrote some numbers down because I was having, having a conversation uh, a person went from a 30 to a 15 year mortgage. So there was an additional $700 per month of cash flow that left his pocket that went to the bank. And the reason he did it was because he said, I'm going to save thousands and thousands of dollars of interest. Right now, what you have to understand is what's the bank going to do with that extra $700 for every dollar they can loan out $10. For every $700, they can loan out 10 times that amount of money and charge an interest rate. Pretty good deal for the bank. What's in it for you? The, the peace of mind to know that my house is paid off in 15 years? Well, guess what? What happens when we have another 2008, 2007 when the housing market collapsed? Well, if the housing market collapsed, you lose your $700, you lose all the equity in your house, you just lose. You got to understand who you're listening to. 
What I'm saying is, if you control the $700, remember, leverage, liquidity, control. If you control the $700 a month, and you did it for 15 years, and let's just say you got 4% on the money, which I know is a, is a rate that you can get pretty safely. You'd have $174,000 of money under your control. You could use that money to do whatever you want to do with it. You could use that money to open up a t-shirt company. You could use that money to loan out to somebody. Use your money as leverage to borrow other people's money. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Just the simple fact that you've got access and control. That means a lot. As opposed to a 3% interest rate. Right? So you're saying... You know, I, I could have $174,000, but when I did the math on a 30-year mortgage, a $300,000 loan, the interest cost was only $124,000. So what I'm saying is there's more opportunity for you than it is the cost of interest that you would pay with the mortgage. I'd have $174,000 in my pocket accessible. The interest cost on the loan was only $124,000. OK, these are the things that the banks will never explain to the public. These are the things that are what's called cash flow compromisers, the killers. Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Don't fall for it. All right. Control your wealth. Be smart with your money. You don't have to do everything the bank tells you to do. So my point is, if we're going to use a bank anyway, why not create our own bank, right? Why can't we use the same exact blueprint that's been established? We can use it for ourselves. This is a game changer, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute game changer. So I took another example of a guy who had a $70,000 down payment, right? He said, I'm going to stroke the check. You know, I'm going to put this large down payment on this house because I want to be debt free, right? Well, if we took 70,000 bucks at 4% for 15 years, that's $126,000 that the bank's going to have. Not the 70, right? Because if the bank takes that money, they're going to invest it. Now they're going to invest it, but they're going to loan it out for every $1, $10 they can loan out and charge an interest rate. So, is the leverage, liquidity, and control working for you or is it working for the bank? It's working for the bank. All right. So we got to understand that there's opportunities that we're losing that are far, far greater than any interest cost that we're going to pay to the bank. If I, I can't say that enough. All right. Interest rates are as low as they've been historically for the rest of our lives. They're never going to be this low. They're only going to be higher. Let's take advantage of it. Let's use that to our advantage. Let's go long on our mortgage with a low deductible guaranteed fixed interest rate and take the difference of the cash and use it for the things that we need to use it for or we want to use it for. What if you could invest that money in the stock market? What if you could invest that money in Bitcoin? What if you can invest that money in real estate? What if you can invest that money into a brand new business, an upstart? Don't forfeit it. Don't compromise it.
Use the rules to your advantage, not to your disadvantage, right? Um, so there's debt, right? Most Americans want to be debt free. But what I find is most Americans are funding a company sponsored 401k, which has more debt built inside of it. And you can't even calculate the rate of debt at the back end because it's federal tax, state tax, local tax, depending on where you live. Right. If you've got too much money in your 401k, it will trigger a tax for your social security. It will enable ensure that you're going to pay the highest Medicare premiums possible. All right. So your advisor who's telling you to put the money in there has no incentive to teach you about exit strategies because they get paid. The more money you have in the account, the more money they make. All right. So if you're putting money in. And you're getting a tax deferral. On the back end, you're going to be paying tax on money that you will never see. So as your 401k accumulates, right, compounds and interest, right? The money that's in there that you're you're going to be responsible for paying tax on money that you're never going to receive. If you understood that most 401ks never get back as much money as you put in. I've run the numbers. I've done the math hundreds of times. 45% is usually the number that you lose, depending, give or take, right? But, but I got a company match, right? That's free money, Troy. Why would I not do that? Well, is it free money? Because if you don't contribute, there's no match. So your contribution that you have to put in enables you to get a match. It's not free money. Free money means I don't have to put in anything and you're going to put money in for me. That's free money. All right. So let's let's be a little smarter about really what's going on. And. You probably had a, a conversation with your accountant, right? The accountant says, hey, man, you got to save money on taxes this year. So I'm going to need you to max out that 401k so we can deduct the uh, contribution from your taxes and save you money, right? Okay. Well, did your accountant understand that taxes will be higher in the future? Because most accountants are working on last year's tax uh, tax numbers. And all they simply do is they prepare a return. They just prepare a return. That's all they do. They take a download from the government into their computer. They take all your money. They put it in the machine. And boom, they hit the button. It spits out, here's what you owe or here's what you get back. And what I'm saying is... They're, they're a year behind. Everything that they tell you is from last year. We have to be smarter and think about the future because the future says taxes will be higher in the future. I believe right now they're as low as they will ever be in, in our lifetime. We have 
debt out the wazoo. Our government is the most unhealthy it's ever been. Spending on Capitol Hill is just out of control. Uh, Medicare, Social Security are not properly funded. We have baby boomers that are retiring every year. We're going to have 140 million retirees in our country. And who's going to foot the bill? Where's the money going to come from? It's going to come from taxes, right? We got a a crisis, a health crisis. And, um, you know, they tell us that the vaccines are free. The testing is free. It's all free, right? Well, guess what? It's not free, right? Those pharmaceutical companies are getting money from the government. And who's going to pay all that back? We are. All right. So when we're funding these accounts, we're giving up leverage, liquidity and control. We're giving it up. We're forfeiting it to the financial institutions. All right. And your advisor is not bringing these things to your attention. And as a result, it's not about how much money you have in that pile. It's about cash flow. How much money is that pile going to create for you for the rest of your life and guarantee and ensure that you're never going to run out of money? Cash flow. This is what makes it happen for us. Cash flow. Most of us are compromising our cash flow unknowingly and unnecessarily. 2022 is a new year. 2022 is an opportunity of a lifetime for you to recapture some of this cash flow that has been of uh, evading you and giving you uh, not enough opportunity to utilize it. Let's get it back. Let's get that cash flow back. All right. And let's put it to use for work, for you, for your family to make sure that you're not going to outlive your money. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Wealth Strategies to Value. Feel free to pass our podcast on to the people you know, you love, and you trust. Until next time. Bye-bye.